So here's this Mike Tyson story in a nutshell. Tyson's on an airplane. And we should be clear, man, do I not like Mike Tyson. I don't like rapists. He did his time, Tony. Oh, okay. He did his time. And you gave him a Broadway show. Name another rapist you do that for. All right, Roman Polanski got to make movies. All right, that's two. Two seconds. It's gross. It's ugly. We call him the champ. He's a rapist. What the hell is going on in society? He raped a woman and got a Broadway show, got movies. They made cartoons about him. I find that to be very odd. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? 833-468-8669-833. Got Tony. Tyson's on a plane. He's in San Francisco, heading to Florida. There's another passenger on the plane who's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's Mike Tyson. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's Mike Tyson. Oh, my God. I assume that's what he sounded like. He wants to get a picture. He gets a picture. Then... He starts talking. He's sitting behind Tyson. He's talking. He's talking. He won't stop. He won't leave Mike Tyson alone. He's talking. He's talking. He's talking. Now, I don't like Mike Tyson, but he did serve his time. And he's allowed to take a flight and not be bothered. And there are people out there who are, I believe the expression is, total scumbags who think they, they see somebody of note and, and that person has to then entertain them. Right? That, that's that's their job. Your job is to entertain me. I see you in public. You now have to entertain me. That's what you have to do. It's a little part of being in, in the uh, public eye. Right? There, there's, there's certainly something to that. But there is... There are people out there who will absolutely abuse uh, that privilege and, and are abusive. This guy was abusive. This guy was a jerk. Literally standing up and talking to Tyson over his seat. Would not leave him alone. So what happened? Tyson beat the guy up. Why didn't the airline do something? I do not know if the airline was asked to do something or not. Like, if I'm a, a, and I see someone bugging another passenger, like, I feel like I'd be like, yo, like, I need to stop this. Maybe, right? But that's clearly not what happened. That's not what happened here. Now, Tyson had an incident with a fan at a comedy club, but there was no fighting. Uh, Tyson was calm. Uh, there was a hug. Uh, the, the guy, whoever this dude was, had a gun. Very, very weird. But now you've got a situation where people are going to defend Mike Tyson because this guy was a total scumbag. And he's like, and, and there's a person in the seat next to him kind of like taking his picture. The guy, this, this guy got beat up. He's got blood. He's got bruises. And he just, he just looks like the kind of guy. He looks like the kind of guy who definitely would sell you the clear coat on your new car package. He's just that kind of jerk. Because Mike Tyson's a bad guy does not mean that you can make the claim that he deserves some kind of horrific treatment. I just don't think he deserved Broadway shows. There's a difference between the two things. Big, big, big difference. Then there's the story 
of Donald Trump and Piers Morgan and the interview and the claim that Trump stormed out of the interview. I said this on, on the morning show, and it's important, I, I think, I, I think it's important uh, to uh, make sure everybody's on the same page here. Donald Trump knows exactly what he's doing. Piers Morgan knows exactly what he's doing. Two guys looking for attention and got it. Do I really, really have to comment? Is there anything that I can say that would make you feel differently about Piers Morgan or about Donald Trump? And I argue the answer is absolutely not. No way could I make you feel differently about either person. The, the, the uh, opinions are 150% baked in. Piers Morgan wrote about this over at the New York Post. And the minute I read it, I said, this is garbage, except I totally believe it to be true. Because Piers Morgan shows up for the interview. But Piers Morgan has had some unkind things to say about Trump. And, you know, they know each other for a while. Piers Morgan was on Celebrity Apprentice, actually one Celebrity Apprentice. And they, they know each other. And supposedly Piers Morgan is all setting up for this interview. And the next thing you know, the Trump people are not happy. And they actually hand him this, this, this couple of sheets of paper stapled together, quotes of everything that Piers Morgan has said nasty about Trump in the past two years. Piers Morgan then goes into another office to speak uh, to, to former President Trump and Trump's seething. Trump's angry. This is how Piers Morgan writes the story. Trump is, is, is upset. How dare you? Why are you treating me this way? What the blank is this? Calling me a narcissist? Calling my antics pathetic? Calling me dangerous? And Piers Morgan is like, I was sweating in my seat. I didn't know how to answer, but I had to answer honestly. So we went back and forth uh, 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 on this. I'd never seen him so livid and never felt so uncomfortable in his presence as I did right now. But I said what I said, and I meant it when when I, 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 I said it. And finally, after this back and forth that's rather intense and private, Piers Morgan says, I'd love to talk about your recent golf hole-in-one. Your playing partner, Ernie Els, was raving about it. And according to Piers Morgan, all of a sudden Trump was like, oh, was he? He was, he was raving about me, huh? Yeah, raving about me. That's because I'm great. I hit a hole-in-one. That was me. Hit a hole-in-one. Look at me. Now my first hole-in-one. Oh, I've hit more than one, more, more one hole-in-one, Mr. President. Oh, I've had seven of them. Seven hole-in-ones. That's me. That's me. Talk about me. Love me. Very weird. That's how... Um, Piers Morgan tells the story that the minute it was something uh, nice, Trump was all great and wonderful, and then he said, I don't even know why I'm doing this interview, but I'm going to do it. What do you mean? You didn't know why you were going to do the interview. Of course you were going to do the interview. Absolutely you were going to do the interview. Of course, Trump is Trump. He does things that he shouldn't do. This is not shocking to anyone. Also not shocking to anyone that Piers Morgan is a media whore. Now, I could get in trouble for using that terminology. 
I don't think that my use of the phrase is out of out of bounds. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> if producer Ari is with me, then I'm okay. It's Piers Morgan. He is a man who is British tabloids. He is built on this tabloid schlock. Of course he will sensationalize everything and anything. To the extent that Trump is a narcissist, I wholeheartedly agree. To somehow think Piers Morgan is less of a narcissist is criminally insane. Piers Morgan is who he is. Am I willing to believe that part of this pre-interview thing happened? Absolutely. I am willing to believe that part of this pre-interview absolutely positively happened. Am I willing to believe that somehow we're going to call this a fiery showdown? There's nothing fiery. The president saying we're done with this interview? That's not fiery. That's standard operating procedure. Trump said, turn the camera off. Very dishonest. And then um, uh, Morgan says, that was a great interview. And Trump says, yeah. And Morgan says, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And then Trump says, turn the camera off. And by then, the former president was already standing up from the chair. And I've seen that video. According to Taylor Budowich, who is the uh, the uh, communications director for Trump. So what you hear is turn that camera off. But the audio says that the two men appreciated each other, laughed and thanked each other. Uh, uh, and, and then uh, and then Trump left. So there was no storm off. It's. Piers Morgan trying to make something out of nothing, which is everything you could expect from Piers Morgan. That's why I said on the on the on the on the morning show that there was nothing here. Two guys who got everything they wanted out of an interview and are going to be able to spin it any way they want. There is no, there, there's nothing else we can do with this. I covered it because it's in the news, and now I'm leaving it be. Because there are bigger fish to fry. And one of those bigger fish is Jen Psaki. Now, Jen Psaki is the White House press secretary, and she 